Jennifer Zapparelli. Weekday morning from nine. On 2FM. Lads, from 2019 to 2021, the global number of people worth more than 50 million grew from around 175,000 to well over 250,000, okay? But did you know that these people are apparently up to five times more likely to suffer from mental illness or a substance abuse problem than the likes of, let's say, me or you? And when that happens, they can't just go to rehab. Oh, God, no. So where do they go? Sophie Elmhurst is a journalist. We spoke to her before about the growing trend of Brazilian butt lifts a while back, but she's on the line now because she knows exactly where they go and what they're doing. Sophie, it's so lovely to speak to you again. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Sophie, how did you end up in a a fancy recovery clinic in the Swiss Alps? (laughs) It's a good question. Um, I became really interested in these clinics. I heard about them um, uh, just through reading different sort of little articles and sort of press releases about these like incredibly elaborate luxury clinics that charge you like a hundred grand a week to go to. And I was like, well, hang on, what's going on here? How can anything cost that much? Eh? And what are they doing that's so different to, you know, your average kind of public rehab facility for, you know, the, or, or normal people who have to go and, and check in and get some help? Um, and so I ended up going and just spending a couple of days in one of them and, and finding out what, what, what it was like. Who are the clients then? Who are these people? So the people, I didn't meet so many of the people. I met one former client, um, but they're very discreet about their mm. clients. They will never release any details. I mean, for obvious sort of confidentiality reasons, but also because their clients tend to be obviously, you know, huge, either sort of extremely famous Hollywood actors, Silicon Valley billionaires or businessmen from around the world, often like Middle Eastern royal families or royalty, um, wow, ol- okay. Russian oligarchs. Yeah. So you've got the sort of full range, basically the richest people in the world okay. in, in, in short. Uh, for normal people <laughs> like myself and yourself <laughs> or even celebrities, a recovery seems to be um, about group therapy. So why do these clinics apparently just focus on the individual? Right. So the whole premise of these clinics is that you go one at a time. It's one client at a time and you never see any other clients while you're there and there's no group therapy. You're housed in these luxury apartments or villas. You have your own private therapist, private chef, private housekeeper. And I guess the whole idea, they say, is that, you know, if you're a kind of zillionaire who is used to kind of traveling around in private jets and living this incredibly intense or sort of very sort of celebrity style lifestyle that you simply wouldn't work it wouldn't work to be in a kind of group setting everyone would be aware of who you were and how much money you had and the fact that you were on the cover of that magazine a couple of weeks ago and you simply wouldn't be able to access the sort of same or fair kind of treatment that anyone else would I don't know whether that's that's entirely true or not but in any case it works for their business I guess to to charge these people a hell of a lot more money in order to be on their own in in these places you met loads of the staff uh, there can you tell the listeners about Pavel because he (laughs) he's had an amazing life and career Right. Uh, so this was a guy who was the, uh, the sort of managing partner of one of these places, but he was a former client. He started out, he grew up in a very kind of ordinary small Polish town, um, had had quite a difficult upbringing with his parents, but got out quite young, mm. went and became a bellboy in a hotel, went to hotel management school, suddenly got sort of with a real trauma and met lots of people and ended up through various sort of strange happenings, working in hedge funds and made millions in his 20s. And as often happens, if people suddenly make a huge amount of money, it comes with some complications. And he quickly became addicted to alcohol and to cocaine and to such an extent that he was sort of on a, on a path of self-disruption. And he ended up going to multiple rehabs and eventually ending up in one of these sort of high-end Swiss 
rehabs. Um, and then was so sort of transformed by this experience that decided to kind of start working in them, you know, wanted to sort of help mm. people like him, essentially. Okay, amazing. Um, another person you spoke to was a live-in therapist. What's her life like? Yeah, I mean, that's a really bizarre setup. So one of the features that you have, I suppose, if you're staying in one of these rehabs, rehabs that you have, uh, you know, most people, if they've been to therapy, maybe they might go once a week for a few weeks. Or if you've been to see a counsellor through your GP, it's like you get six sessions or it's a quite a limited thing. In this case, you're in your luxury apartment or your villa, you have a therapist that lives in with you 24-7, any time of day or night. You're having a panic attack or you just want to talk or you just want some company. And the therapist is there basically to be your friend, to, to be your confidant. And not only that, they quite often, at great expense, £2,000 a day, will then travel home with you and live in your apartment or in a hotel nearby or your luxury mansion, wherever you, wherever home is, and um, will we'll carry on that service as long as you, you sort of need them and as long as you're willing to pay, obviously. Okay. But this business model has really spread. Um, there's even one of these types of clinics in Ireland. Is that right? Yeah, there's a famous one in Ireland called Ross Glass. Um, so uh, one of the clinicians, one of the therapists who worked at, uh, I think, the Kusnacht, the, the, the sort of one that started all this kind of trend for these sorts of clinics in Switzerland. He went back to Ireland and set up his own clinic. And um, uh, yeah, they, they absolutely do the, the same model. And, you know, I think effectively, you know, I, I, th- I think, you know, they would be the first ones to say, and, and that's not for me to judge, but it, it does work, you know, that kind of level of care and attention and sort of direct um, sort of treatment, focused treatment it, is very effective. But um, obviously, it's just only for the very few. Very few. How many do you reckon there are around the world? Well, I think I, in my research, I came across at least the five or six, but I am sure there are, are more. And I and, and a lot of the people I spoke to who work in this field, there's one that opened in London a few years ago in 2016. And the owner of that said, you know, he was constantly being asked by, by clients and by other people to sort of set up the set up similar clinics in other in other parts of the world where they you know would really need them and where they really felt there was sort of appetite for them and um you know as in our strange economic system where the rich seem to just get richer there's a kind of growing mm-hmm. pool of of super rich um who miserable you know, possibly, super rich yeah who are also miserable yeah, yeah. just like us uh, lastly uh, sophie the aftercare is a big part of this uh, recovery what did you learn about that well, yeah, so the, the therapist goes home, they stay in touch, you know, there's, it's just, you can go back, often they have clients coming back. And, and I guess that's where my, sort of question marks started to appear in my head, certainly, where, uh, you know, the, I mean, relapses often, you know, often happens in any kind of person's sort of rehabilitation journey. But obviously, in this case, you know, when it when the sort of finances are as they are, you know, it, it's, it's very lucrative to have people becoming return clients. And they, they talk about, you know, often people coming back, even if it's not for like the kind of acute addiction treatment just to have a kind of couple of weeks of, you know, rest and rejuvenation. Um, and I guess if you've got that kind of wealth, maybe that, you know, spending 200 grand doing that isn't a big deal. But um, yeah, it, it seems unusual to the, to the average outsider. Absolutely, but fascinating. Sophie, thanks so much for joining us again on the Jennifer Zamparelli Show. Uh, just for that uh, quite bizarre and fascinating look into the downside of being a billionaire. Who knew? Jennifer Zamparelli. Weekday morning from nine. On 2FM.